welcome to the Matt and Beth Show. This is episode... Episode 36. Here we go. Are you leaving for Christmas? No, I'll be home for Christmas. Oh, I'll sing that though. Nah. <laughs> uh, so family's coming in. What are you doing? What are you doing for Christmas? Yep, family's coming in. My my side of the family is coming in. So my sisters and we'll all, they'll all be here for the week and we'll celebrate Christmas. We'll watch movies. We'll play games. But they'll be here for a week. That's fun. Yeah. Like to come celebrate Super my birthday fun. week or what I did. Probably not. <laughs> your your birthday's gonna be well over by then. It's like it never happened. Um, so here's what we're gonna do. So this has been our Christmas month. See, we do birthday I love weeks, it. Christmas, Christmas month. Christmas gets a whole month. It does. So we've been talking a lot about a lot of things with Christmas. Today I want to talk about something that happens around Christmas. And a lot of times it's with uh, like grandparents coming over and kids who didn't get what they want or they're hungry or they didn't sleep well enough. Because I think a mm-hmm. lot of it has to do with attitude when you're not wanting to give affection to your grandparents or your sure. aunt, aunts and uncles, whoever comes over for Christmas time. So I think that there's a discussion there about the uh, way of responding when somebody comes in the house. Give grandma a big hug. <laughs> you smell like mothballs and I haven't seen you in six years, you know? <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? I mean, there's a line between like, hey, I just don't want to be touched yeah. and I need to be respectful. So yes. let's talk about boundaries, this. Boundaries. Healthy boundaries, relational boundaries, boundaries at Christmas time. time. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> Episode 36. Here we go. Hey, chingity ching. It's Dominic the donkey. You know Dominic the donkey? Do you know Dominic the donkey? I don't. You don't. Okay. No. I'm going to play you the worst Christmas song of all time. The reason I say this is it. No, I'm going to play you the worst Christmas song of all time. All right, we'll go back and forth with the okay. worst Christmas okay. song of all time. Got it. All right, what makes your song the worst Christmas song of all time? Mm, and when we say the worst, we mean all the worst ones, right? Meaning what? Like, I have a few that I think are the worst. Yes, and here's why I say this, is that last week, mm-hmm. I brought up Little Town of Bethlehem. Yes. And you said, am I saying it wrong, Bethlehem? No, you're right. But uh, you said, Ugh. Uh, you didn't I- like that song. <laughs> what is there, what's wrong with that song? How can you it's, not like that song? I mean, I, and I've got a couple more that I'm going to play with the same the same reasoning behind it. Okay, okay. Is I don't like to sing weird words. It's a big word. It's a weird word. It's not in my vocabulary. I know it's the city where Jesus was born, but you just don't hear the word Bethlehem very often in a song. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but there's a lot of words you don't hear in song, like in life that you wouldn't usually just say. Yeah, and I don't probably want to sing about it. Okay. <laughs> okay, you want, so you, you tell me. You play the you worst. You want the worst one? Go for it. Here it is. Hey, jingity jing. It's Dominic the donkey. Yep. Jingity jing. Yeah. You know, you know how much it pains me to say this, but I do think you won. I think you already won. <laughs> that was so bad. This is bad too. Okay, let's hear yours. Okay, what do you got? I got a couple. I yes. got a couple. Okay. And I'm going to pull them up and I'll play them. Yes? You were going to play them? Oh, okay. How, are you going to play them off there? I was going to play them I'm off here. I'm just going to play it in the microphone. Well, okay. Whatever you want to do. How what? about that? Wenceslas looked out on the feast of Stephen when the snow lay round about deep and crisp and even brightly shone the moon at night though the frost was cruel when a poor man came inside gathering winter fuel Is that the end of the song? No, there's more. You want more? What is the hook? Yeah, is there a good hook to it? I don't know Hither the story. Stand by me. Well, we've already said Wenceslas and Hither <laughs> and Fuel. Yonder peasant, who is he? Where and 
what his dwelling. Sir, he lives underneath a mountain, right against the forest fence. I said, Agnes, fire. Like, did she just say Agnes? Agnes, yeah. Bring me flesh and bring me wine. I feel like they're making up the song as they're singing it, don't you? <laughs> Okay, that one's pretty bad. Okay, too. I'm just saying, like, yeah. there's probably an amazing story behind it. Yeah. But those are just kind of weird words to sing, yeah, don't you think? That one's tough. So it it's based upon the songs you don't want to sing while you're caroling versus the songs you don't want to listen to when someone else is caroling, right? You're singing. You're saying from the point of a caroler, this is an annoying song, not a point yeah. from a listener. Sure, both. I mean, I love being Crosby. Yeah. So it's hard to criticize anything. Crosby, but do you want to play a little time? I don't want to, I uh, just so we can get a feel and maybe you realize that it's not that bad of a song, okay? I'll play it, or the word's not that bad. Nat King Cole, no pressure, but I don't like this song. You love it, yeah? Really? I don't know why, yeah. Maybe it reminds me of Jesus. Bethlehem, how still we see the light, the hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. Mm. Okay, I don't hate it. It's I feel pretty. like I just made a like face like, uh. Yeah, like, oh. When you brought was... it up and then you were like, why do you hate this song Ooh. so much? <laughs> It's not my favorite carol. So you're to take- say I hate this song so much <laughs> this one? is very oh. no, that's very dramatic. I, 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 I. But I would say that about this song right here. Can't hate on it. I just like it. It's Are great. You- it's a great background song. I've heard it Stop. way too many times. Stop. But I can't put the hate word with that, especially after hearing Dominic the Donkey. Uh, I don't even want the song on the podcast. Well, that one. <laughs> I don't want I it going that. into people's ear holes. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, you had to sit through that. Uh, here it's weird it to see your. Here, it's weird to hear your six-year-old singing. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, but you gave it away. Now I'm gonna give it to somebody else. <laughs> like, yeah. That's just weird. Interesting. Also, like, stop singing. Oh, no. This is it. Yeah, this is it. Uh-uh. Hey, like, uh-uh. I think they wrote this song as a joke. Can we agree on this song Absolutely right here? Absolutely, 100%. Can we agree? Okay. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Done. <laughs> so since you're a mother of all daughters, and I'm a father of all daughters, I'll just give you a scenario. Is how I want to respond versus how I do and why I do. So if I'm laying in bed and I'm rubbing Lennon's back and telling her goodnight, and then she says something like, please don't touch me, automatically as a father, you're like, I'm going to rub your back if I want. I'm your father. I'm Don't, you're, don't tell me like not touch you. But then mm-hmm. on the same note, I don't want her to ever think that a man has an authority right. to be able to she tell her, wait a minute, mm-hmm. this I'm your boyfriend. I should be able to touch you. Or I'm your husband. Yeah. I should be able to touch because I don't want that. So she has learned to say it so politely too. And so I love politely. it. Like mm-hmm. you're not, you're not, there's no tension. There's no weirdness between us by you saying that. 
but you got to be careful because you could go oh, and feelings get hurt and you're like, why not? What did I do? And then yeah. it turns into this manipulation with your kid. But I'm like, is that too hardcore because your kid is just, you're, you're rubbing your kid's back? Or do you think it's something that will be a strong lesson in life later on? Ultimately, I think in the world that we live in today and with girls, we do want to teach them to assert themselves 100% if you don't want somebody touching you. But we do ask, you do ask politely first. Yes. Right? That's right. the first thing you do is, hey, I really prefer not to touch, you yeah. know, and, yeah. um, you know, a lot of people, you know, are real careful about holidays. Like, I'm not going to make my kid hug anybody they don't want to hug or whatever. Uh, I think that's, you know, an interesting concept, too. I think, yes, forcing hugs or if you have, like, creepy uncles, yeah. you know, like, no, everybody doesn't need to hug everybody all the time. Right. I do think there is also an a, a, some like an area that our kids need to learn and be taught is healthy physical boundaries, but healthy physical touch. Right? If you're in a safe place, like like I'm your mom, and you will hug me. You know what I mean? Because right, this right, is a right, safe right, space. Right, 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 this right. is a safe relationship, yeah. and maybe somebody is going to hate on me for that. But I, I think this is a safe relationship. Yep. Now, you know, rubbing your back at bedtime, like if that's, you know, I, I feel like as the kids grow, there are, you know, like that, that is a thing that they love. And then all of a sudden, it's like food, though. Like you start buying them, they love, you know, freeze-dried strawberries so you buy them freeze-dried strawberries and you give it to them in their lunch every day and you're like thinking i'm loving my child because this is what they love and then all of a sudden they're like yeah i don't really like those anymore and you're like what i thought this is what you wanted so and true. i was doing exactly what you wanted exactly so it, yeah you know, i don't think you should be offended by that right. and there is an element of yeah again healthy boundaries mm -hmm. right um that you want the you want our kids to learn healthy boundaries, but you also don't want them to be a jerk. That's like I never touch anybody and don't let anybody near me. Right, you know what I right, mean? Right, 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 right. So, do I have an answer for you? No. Yeah, and, I, it's, and, and not so <laughs> much welcome. even an answer is is it is that it's just going to happen, especially around the holidays. A grandma's going to come over. A kid doesn't want to hug. Grandma's feelings are hurt, and that's going to be a totally different thing. But it's all setting up for if I don't want to be touched by somebody. I should be able to say that respectfully yes. and somebody not touch me. Yes. And I want that to be the thing that I know in my mind is if anybody ever touches me in the future, then I don't enjoy it. I don't want to be touched. Even if you're just touching me, I just don't want you touching me. I yeah. should be able to politely say that and that should then stop. I think that the more and more we make it awkward, the more and more we act, we have hurt feelings and we express right. that. And, and we need to realize as adults is that it's not about hurting our feelings and we need to get over that. I yeah. think that, I think there's a, there's a time when, when, um, I, and I get it. And I think as a grandfather, I'm probably going to feel the same way if my grandkids aren't hugging me, I'm going to feel the same way. I think yeah. all grandparents and all parents, everybody feels that same way. It's what are we going to react? How are we going to react to it? And I think that I never want my girls to feel like there's some manipulation going on. That's going to then assist somebody to get that touch. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? A hundred, hundred percent. I also think it's good to train. Like this is, this is the society we live in. You know, I mean, we lived in Chicago for many years with these big Italian, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, hugging yeah. everybody right, right. as they come and as they go. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think there's, it's, it's healthy to teach our kids. Like you don't, you got to think like down the road, like they might not, you can go your whole life and not be a hugger. Like that's okay. It's not your, your thing, but I think it, it's good for our kids. Like it's our job to teach them 
Like, this is what is appropriate and this is what is not. But even if you're not a hugger, like, why not, though? You know what I'm saying? Like, this is part of our society. This is part of when you haven't seen somebody a long time. This is what it means. This is what it doesn't mean. And so when it comes down to it, like, if there are, if your grandma, your sweet grandma just gave you that remote control car that you were wanting for years, like, just because you're not a hugger, but she is, like, is it wrong to say, well, maybe you can go give her a hug and say thank you? Right, you know what I mean? Right, 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 right. I just, it's one of those things where, again, I think there's, it's balance. It's yeah. never something that you want to force on your kids, but I think it's good to dive into it. Well, what makes you not want to give your grandma a hug when I you haven't that. seen her in six months? I love that. Because what does it usually turn into is tension between the parents and the grandma yeah. or the grandpa or whoever that person is versus the understanding of two parents or two people that really should be able to go, yeah, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be that. If it's something that you can have that conversation before, I like that. Yeah. Is it why don't you want to hug grandma versus it being that intense awkwardness, and that's the only time you ever discuss it or see anything about it right. as a kid? You know, from a kid's eyes, and I'm looking from a kid's perspective. It's like when the uncle would come over and put you on his shoulder and then spin around in circles. Ew, yeah. I'm like, dude, I don't want to be on mm-hmm. anybody's shoulder, especially the guy who's been drinking. Right. Like that's not okay. And then you'd say that, but there's always that awkward, like, I don't want to offend anybody. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I'm just going to guess I'm going to take it. And I'm just going to spin up here on these shoulders for the next 35 Mm -hmm. seconds and moment. But yeah. I think it's, it's such a combination of, we do teach our kids healthy boundaries, um, but we also, I also don't want to feed anything that's just like my kid being dramatic for the sake of being dramatic, Mm -hmm. right? Like, no, I don't, I don't touch anybody. I don't hug anybody. Well, I actually don't like that attitude. I don't like anytime my kids are like, I hate blah, blah, blah. No, like we're going to dive into that because there's no reason that you need to spend the rest of your life like hating something. So it, it, there, there is balance there. And I I think it all comes back to good communication. Mm. Even if you're not a hugger, but grandma is like that you're, you're teaching them that, you know, you have to do things for other people, even if it makes you uncomfortable. No, I'm not saying that. What I am saying is it's our job as parents to teach kids what is appropriate physical touch. So if my kid is struggling with going like, I don't ever want to hug anybody ever. It's my job to teach them like why it is okay. And here are the safe people in our life. I'm not going to make you hug the guy behind the counter at Taco Bell that made you that beefy five layer burrito. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, hug him. He did a good job. uh, But it's my job as a parent to teach you what is okay and what is appropriate, who our safe people are, and also to teach you as a person to think about others' feelings. Do you know what I mean? And a hug, does a hug to grandma on Christmas morning, does it cost you anything? No. But does it bless grandma and remind her that you still love her yes i'll be home for christmas you uh, can oh, plan welcome welcome to the show are you talking about a song do you have any favorite is that what you're going into yes, that what your story is yes, about yes kind okay, of okay okay kind good of. no which one are you doing oyster man okay come is it a Christmas concert you went to, or this boys to men thing is totally separate from Stop, anything? Stop! It leads into a boys to men song. Get gotcha. there. Okay, 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 okay. You ask people at their store. Is you're it like, a Christmas one though? You're gonna tell I'm me. I'm just. Is this Christmassy? Is the song Christmas? Yeah. Yes or no? 
Maybe. I guess you're just going to have to sit there and find out and wait. Till okay, the tell end. me the story. Tell me the story. Okay, the story goes as follows. Wait, so, I'm, just kidding. Okay. I'm just kidding. I was watching, uh, and I, got, I had to stop and rewind it to see if it was because they used to be four. Now they're just three. Rest in peace. No oh, with us. I yeah. didn't know that. So there's three of them in the commercial, and then the waitress or waiter, I can't remember which one, and then they're singing, and I stopped and I said, wait a minute. Is that Boys to Men? It is Boys to Men. And Boys to Men, I was thinking about this as we were going through Christmas songs and stuff like that. One of my favorite Christmas songs, I'll tell you in a moment, but Boys to Men and the roles they've played in my life. So as a young boy, I had a tape player that was uh, um, Big Bird. When I say young boy, I mean like when I was like 14, I was that was the only device that we had in our house that would play music. Big and Big Bird, Bird would sing along with it. Yeah, so it'd be like, Our time to lay back again. Uh-huh. And the mouth would move with Big Bird. You know, it was a Big Bird singing. So uh, Motown Philly comes out back in the day. I'm listening to it on my Big Bird. I'm like, man, Boys to Men, these guys are amazing. So I fell in love with Boys to Men. I started listening to Boys to Men. Boys to Men. I used to dress like Boys to Men in like seventh grade. Sweet. So I'd wear like a pair of jeans, a tie, and like a silk shirt and bring a cane to school. You know? Sweet. Right. It was pretty <laughs> H-A-W-T. Uh, so, uh, so Boys to Men has always kind of been a big thing in my life. And then they came to the lead center years back. And I think Eden, who's 16 now, was probably five at the time. So Boys to Men, they come to the lead center. We get tickets. We're sitting front row. So they get to about mid-show, and they're singing, I'll Make Love to You, and they have all a bunch of roses in their hands. So they're going out to the crowd, and they're singing, I'll Make Love to You, like you want me to, and I will not let go until you tell me to, right? And so they're coming down giving roses to all these people, and then they walk up to Eden, and they're singing it, and they give her a rose, and I thought to myself, wow, this seems highly inappropriate. (laughs) She's five. So they sang it, and I was crying, and she got the rose, (laughs) and I grabbed the rose from her. I was like, you don't need that. That's mine. And then the show gets over with. And so then we go meet Boys to Men, and they're just amazing. They're great people. And so, Did you tell them about Big Bird? I didn't. I didn't. We just had a quick, you know. Yeah. Hey, what's up? What's up, dog? Uh Peace out. And then I cried again. And then uh, (laughs) then we left. So Boys to Men's always been this, like... This thing in our life, and I and Eden fell in love with Boys to Men after that, and then she listened to all Boys to Men. So seeing that Chili's commercial got me thinking about Boys to Men and one of my favorite Christmas songs. Oh. Now I wish this was the one they were singing at that show when they were when giving they were my daughter a rose. <laughs> but let's do this Boys to Men song, okay? Okay. Merry Christmas. Silent night. Holy I'm going to give you another Christmas song. Do you want another okay, now? Can I just say this? Or is it really McCary? Mike, Michael McCary? The guy? Yeah, that's not in the band anymore? I think so. Why? I mean, I don't think he died. What I do you mean? he just left the <laughs> band. <laughs> uh, huh? When I, I mean, they don't have... They, Let's look. On, on Wikipedia... Wait, please don't look They have the day he's born. He did leave the band due to medical death, yes. issues that led to, to a death. diagnosis of, of MS. Uh, okay. But I think he's still Hold on, let me look. 
I think he's still is celebrating Christmas this year. With the bassy voice from Boys to Men still <laughs> with us. You ready? Uh, Boys to Men into the road. So it's obviously not because it was the end of his road. What <laughs> happened to the bass singer in Boys to Men? 2003, McCurry left Boys to Men due to back spasms. Oh, it was MS. I'm just looking at. Wow, he kept his condition from his other band members. Isn't that wild? What do you think Boys to Men is worth as a group? I don't know. Can we go back to the part where you realize, though, that he is still alive? Uh, yeah, but hold on, though. What is he? Because then he probably gets a chunk of this change. What do you think they're worth? Like the band? Mm-hmm. Yeah. $300 million. $200 million. Nice job. <gasps> okay. How many albums has Boys to Men sold? $500 million. $64 million. Oh. That's all I got. I guess it, they couldn't have sold $500 million and be worth $400 You're <laughs> like 50 cents a piece. I don't know. It's probably what they get off an album, Back seriously. when you used to have that, what was that catalog? Yeah. Columbia House, oh, right? You buck. get like 19 penny. cents. 99 yeah. cents in a penny. So it was yes. really a dollar. They don't know why. For like 20 CDs? Right. Though. But I think something happened. Like you ended up having to like, if you didn't return yeah. them or t- call you them. You would or- get the, they'd send you one for... You know, they'd send you one every month. Yeah. And if you didn't send it right back, yes. you'd get charged. It was like the original Netflix. or something. Right. Remember Netflix? How that's how they had them. You'd order yeah. Netflix and you'd get a, CDs would a come. DVD. DVDs yeah. would come. Whatever they're called. Okay, so back to it. He's not, He's still alive. He's still with I'm us. I'm so glad. Thank you. The man from Boys to Men, the deep voice guy, he's he left the group. Singing. Just not singing. And I don't know his updates either because he's not being public about it either. So truthfully, we don't know if he's still with us. We assume from the last information that we see is that the the bass guy from Boys to Men is still on the earth, is what we're saying, right? It's not with the band anymore. We can confirm that. We can confirm that. He was not in the Chili's commercial. (laughs) Unless he was in the bathroom during. Do they do concerts at Chili's now? I don't know. It could be on the cruise, the Chili cruise. (laughs) Go on a cruise with Boys to Men and Chili's. Every Friday night. Merry Christmas. Their baby back ribs. (laughs) I have no family in town. I don't really know anyone. I moved here for my job, and I don't have anywhere to go for Christmas Eve. I've got no church. We would love for you to join us at Crossroads Church on Christmas Eve. We have two family-friendly services, one at 10 a.m., one at 4 p.m. It's a one-hour service, action-packed with uh, different elements for the whole family. But we would love for you to join us to celebrate the Christmas season with us. If you don't have any family, no one to bring with you, shoot us an email, Show at gmail.com. We will save you a seat with our family, but we would love to celebrate this Christmas with you. Christmas Eve at Crossroads Church, 40th and Superior, Lincoln, Nebraska, 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. on Christmas Eve. We'd love to see you there. Okay, so, um, speaking of getting old, though, Matt, happy birthday. Uh, it's birthday yay. week. Thanks. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> thank you. And thank you for the uh, for the DMD. Mm, and thank you for the, the muffin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no problem. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I quit. Uh, well, back on that one again, I guess. <laughs> Happy birthday Did to you me. quit Diet Mountain Dew and not tell me? No. Oh. Of course not. Do you think I'd be in this Shoot. good of a mood? <laughs> be shaking on the floor over there. <laughs> mm. Mm. Do you do anything for your birthday? Do you celebrate a full week? People probably want to celebrate you a lot, though, don't they? Yeah. You have a I lot just, of people. I, it's like they start like lining you know, up, lining up, signing yeah. up. There's a whole sign up thing that goes yeah. out. And 
You do an announcement no. in church on Sunday. If no. you're thinking about getting me something, you can sign up out in the breezeway. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I love that term, breezeway. I, uh, I just do. <laughs> Don't you? If you have a sure. breezeway, or what's another thing, another name for it when you walk into a place before it's uh, you the, go in? It's foyer. Foyer. Foyer, yeah. Foyer. <laughs> That's such a church word, though. Do you do Breezeway people use or foyer? That? Foyer. Foyer. Do people say that anywhere else besides church? I think businesses say it. Oh, it's out there in the foyer. Oh, I would have said lobby. Yeah, but there's this spot between. It's called the breezeway. <laughs> we went through this whole thing when we built our new building. Like, what are we calling these places now? Because now we have the entryway and a breezeway. Do you know which one is which? Yeah, the entryway is the front. Mm. And the middle of the church is the breezeway, yeah. correct? Yeah. Is, does it actually keep the breeze from going into the church? Is that really what it's for? No, we built, we had one building, it was too small. So we built another building and we put, we connected them with the breezeway. <laughs> but does it keep the wind from going into sure. the church? I don't know. <laughs> cool I don't think about that. Uh, so, uh, you guys have a nice breezeway. Uh, it was like, oh yeah, birthday. My birthday. birthday. You know, as you, as you age, you know, you have mm. kids, you have activities. I mean, yes, as like a teenager and early, you know, college years, I would absolutely expect that my friends and family would throw me a birthday week. hundred percent. Yes. But anymore, it's like. Are we all going to be in the same room in the same at the same time well, for five minutes? Birthday. Okay, <laughs> right. put a candle in a cookie. That's what we're doing. Isn't it? Hasn't it turned into that even more though? Like getting everybody together. We talked about having dinner and stuff and making that an important thing. If that's mm-hmm. important to you, make sure that you fight for that. And it's just as they get older, the as more it, and more you're just trying to hang on to it and keeping yeah. them together and keeping them close by. I just feel like it's. You have to, you have to fight for it. Yeah, you do have to fight, especially in December. Don't you think? Everybody's got all their concerts and their parties. I mean, you've got what, December 14th? Birthday. Yeah. And all your whole family and your anniversary and everything else is December. A whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So here's my thought though. I want to talk about this because everybody goes, oh, you got a December birthday. Mm -hmm. It always comes off as that no matter what or who's asking it, it's never come off as, oh, you've got a December birthday. How fun is that? Right. That's neat. It's right around Christmas too. It's always kind of negative. And I've got a December birthday. And so that's all I've ever known. But I've seen other people been celebrated through the week of the dead months. Like you've got a January birthday, mid-January. You're cool. It's all about you. Ain't nobody got anything else going on. They're like a birthday birthday. party. Yes, I'm there. I'm there. So, So December, it does change it up a little bit. And as a kid... I do remember it being like, well, what about me? But what about me? Because there's so much going on. And financially, too. So, like, my mom, seven kids, she's shopping for all of us for Christmas. I'm not getting much for my birthday. But I know she always did what she could. But what I'm saying is that that focus in the busy times is not on the birthday kid as much. And I think, though, what that kind of does is makes you realize that it's not all about you in the world. Mm, Do you know what I'm saying? Because December, it is. It's in, it's in, it. When you've got all the birthdays you've got, though, I mean, what do you even, how do you juggle, how many are there in your, in your family for December birthdays? In, I mean, just in my family, I have two kids the first week of December. My mom's is the 17th. Our anniversary is the 20th. And then I have another one on January 2nd. So what do you do? Um, like if you've got multiple Decembers and all the Decembers yeah, and all the friends. It's hard. Do you guys have parties? Do you have one party? Do you? When they were little, it was easier. We could kind of cram them all together, do a party together as yeah. they've gotten older. You know, we we don't throw big parties. We we kind of let them have a little bit of input what they feel, what they want to do. But 
you know, with girls, it's really just typically like a sleepover with right. a bunch of snacks. And, yep. and you know, Ellie went had some friends over the other night and they all got dressed up and went out to dinner and they, they sat did. at one table. We sat at another. Remember we did that a yes, year or two ago with Aubrey. Right. Yes. Yes. So, you know, it's, I, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, I want my kids to know, I mean, more than anything, I want them to know how important they are and how grateful I am that they were born and that God yeah. gave them to me. But it's, yeah, it's hard to come up with. And as they get older too, they, you know, when they were little, you could throw, I mean, I, we, we did a, 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 a pajama themed birthday party. Mm. All the kids come over in their pajamas, turn the dining room table into a bed, you know, just all they did was go <laughs> grab a, a, a duvet cover and a pillow. You know, you could do those yeah. little things and they're little, as they're like teenagers, uh, it's kind of like, I, I have a friend who's like, I'll give you a hundred dollars. Or a birthday party. Yeah, right, right, Well, right. $100 is cheaper than a birthday yeah. party. So anyway, yeah, I don't, I, as they've gotten older, it's just, it's just harder with the schedule. And the, the important thing is that they know that they're celebrated. We sit down everybody's birthday, make it a point of sitting down and going around the circle. And everybody has to say something that they love about that person. It can't be like, your hair looks cute today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to be something about their character and, you know. They know it's coming. They know it's going to happen. We race to be the first one to say it so that everybody doesn't take ours. And Do they get I sincere think, and sweet? Do they say nice things? Yeah, they do. They do? Yeah, they do. Oh. I mean, some of them say awkward things that right. are <laughs> silly, but. I like your hair. Anyway, it's, it is hard. It's hard, I'm sure. But I think you bring up a good point in that do, do you feel valued? Do your kids feel valued? And. Ultimately, that's the goal, right? Yeah, it's yeah. not, it, it is true. Life is not about me. It's not mm. about any one person. So that yeah. is a good life lesson to learn, but it, it is hard. It is hard. Yeah. And, uh, and thinking about that is that if we just focus in, of course, and I don't, none of us do, and I don't think that any of us do, but maybe it's a question to pop into your head is how much throughout the 364 are you showing the value to your kids? Yeah. Is it just on that birthday and you're feeling guilt because you can't give them all that love on that birthday, but you have 364 other days to show the yeah. importance too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So every day is my birthday, really. <laughs> Celebrate me. But if you have the chance, if you are able at all in any way to plan your children's birthdays, <laughs> shoot for January, January, February, and we got nothing else going on. And uh, <laughs> you can make them feel special all year, but you can plan a little easier in January. Are you ready? I'm ready. When I stop it, ready you have what? to finish the lyrics. It's okay. It's the most wonderful time of the year. With the kids jingle. With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling them be of good cheer. Telling you. and everyone telling you be of good cheer. Yes, we'll Close give you the enough. point on that. Nice. Next one. Sleigh bells ring. Are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening. In the lane, snow is glistening? Mm, glistening. In, in the rain, in the lane, snow is glistening. In the lane, snow is glistening. Nice! A two beautiful. for two. That's two. Yeah. Number three. City sidewalks, busy sidewalks. Dressed in holiday style. In the mm. air, it's a feeling of Christmas. In the air, it's a feeling of 
In the air, there's a feeling of Christmas. I'm sure there's a version that says it's, and there's one that says there's, but I'm not going Close to trip. Enough. Number just hear those four. Sleigh bells jingle and ring, ting, tingle in two. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. You know Dasha. And, and Prancer and Vixen on Donner, on Cupid, no, on Comet Cupid, Donner Blitzen. And Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. You got it all! You want to do one more? One more. Okay, here we go. This song's called Santa Loves to Play Guitar. <laughs> come on, you got this one, don't you? Okay, come on, come on. Background music is supposed to be fireplace, but I think it's, it's snapping of real crackling. <laughs> of the little poppets inside your <laughs> mail. Well, it sounds like this one doesn't have any lyrics, <laughs> so we'll just make up our own. Dodged a bullet <laughs> on that one. Uh, the song is called Cozy Christmas by the Fireplace, Volume 3. <laughs> Santa loves playing guitar. Fourth grade That's guitar. It. It's like a fourth grade guitar student <laughs> strumming. Oh, there it is. Four when chords. Santa Claus loved playing guitar when he was in fourth grade. That's what it says. I need some good news, baby. Give it to me. Give it to me. Your wrap up is brought to you by Trinity Chiropractic. Dr. Bo and his crew at 31st and O. Visit them at trinitychiro.com. Here's Beth with your wrap up. Well, in the spirit of Christmas and Christmas carols that we love or maybe we don't love, one song that regularly comes up is The Little Drummer Boy. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? The Little Drummer Boy. Yeah. pum 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 You know, it's one of those songs when you really dive deep into the deeper meanings of this song. You think about this little boy. You think about him playing a drum next to a new first-time mom who just gave birth in a who-knows-where. <laughs> and just like, can I just get one minute to... S- and here's a kid playing his quiet, drum. Quiet. But really, though, if you look at the meaning of it, the story behind it is this little drummer, this little boy. He hears about Jesus. He's here. He's coming to see this birth of Jesus. Of course, it's completely fictional. But the bottom line is, he didn't have any gift to bring. Like he had nothing. But what he had was this ability to play a drum. And, you know, when you think about it, you know, God has given each of us a gift. And sometimes we feel like, what do I have to offer him? What do I have to offer the world? But here's this little boy that all he has, he doesn't have gold, frankincense, and myrrh like the wise men did. Uh, but he ha- what he has is a gift of playing drums. And so he just played his drum for this newborn king. And it makes me think about us and how, how often we discredit the gifts that God has given us because we don't think they're worth anything to other people or to him but god has given you those gifts for a reason and he doesn't he doesn't need like these grand gestures like i'm gonna move into the jungle of you know south america and you can if that's what he's calling you to do but uh live in these tribal villages and tell him about jesus like he 
wants some people to do that, but he doesn't need that from everybody. But what he loves, I believe what he loves is when we offer him what we do have and what he has given us. So what gift do you have? Do you have the gift of generosity? Do you have the gift of baking? Do you have the gift of singing? Do you have the gift of hospitality? Whatever it is, there's a verse in the Bible where Jesus says, whatever you do for other people, you do it for me. Mm. And so this Christmas, as you think about that, as you're serving others, as you're using your gifts, it is an act of worship. And uh, in the same way in the song, it says, uh, then he smiled at me, this little baby, this little king, then he smiled at me. And I believe that God truly does smile at us when we use our gifts to bring him glory. I'm Beth, and that's your wrap-up. I need some good news, baby. Give it to me. Give it to me. Hi, Beth. (laughs) (laughs) Are you ready? Yeah. (laughs) Pyro, pyro. I didn't even bring a lighter because I know how you feel about candles. Aren't you kind of like no candles allowed in this house because the house will burn down for sure. Zero candles in the Rydberg house. <laughs> Except on birthday cakes and they get blown out real quick. Real fast, guys. Mm-hmm. Real quick. Let's sing this song All right. Fast. Wish done. Wish hey, done. Couldn't I have sang the real words? I was like, does he know the words to the birthday song? Watch. All right. All right. Shall we? Yes. This is the Matt and Beth Show. All the other episodes are at the mattandbethshow.com. Bye, everybody.